the Breadwinners, the podcast about the never-ending hustle and its impact on all aspects of our lives, from our financial life, to our relationships, to our kids, to our health. We're interested in what it takes to keep everything going. This podcast is about women, working, money, and family. And in every episode, we will consider the research and share our takes on what we're learning every day about breadwinning. And we'll ask you to share your breadwinning story. Each week, I'm joined by Jennifer Owens. She writes about working, wellness, and women, and founded the Working Mother Research Institute. And I'm joined by Raquel Ellison. She's an executive coach and management consultant who works with companies big and small to design workplace policies that work for all employees. Well, so today we're going to celebrate such an exciting holiday. I'm sure it's marked on your calendar, (laughs) big red circle with a heart and like the arrow going through it. Uh, Women's Equal Pay Day. I mean, we make cards for this holiday too with like little, yep, for everyone in the class. Yeah. It's Women's Equal Pay Day. It's March 31st this year. So yay. It only took us three months to make as much money as men made last year. Uh, so, you know, woo, 80 cents on the dollar. I, you know, I think we're, we're creeping up, man. We're almost there. Yeah. Just, just every day, slightly, slightly closer in our way. Right. And so, yay. Right. So that, that's the day. So uh, you'll be celebrating that day. We've got that day. We've got, uh, we've got African-American women earned 61 cents. So their equal payday was August 22nd. Native American women earned 58 cents. So their equal pay due was September 23rd. And Latinas earned 0.53 cents. So their equal pay day was November 20th. Just to. So, so many days to uh, celebrate. We can just really get together. So, so, uh, so, you know, women are half the workforce now. I mean, if we know we've crossed it. I actually think we crossed that a couple years ago. I think that we're 51% of the workforce. Uh, we've talked about it before. We're 40% of the families are primary earners are the women in the family. Um, we're getting more college degrees. Um, I mean, what more can we do to have equal pay? Right. I, I <laughs> just yep. freaking don't know. No. No, that's a great question. What is happening? I mean, it, it's persistent. I, I've I don't have the stat, but there's always some stat that says, you know, we'll we'll be making on this rate, we'll be making the same as much as men in like you know the year thirty forty six. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like it was. Um, so it's probably like seventy five years now, or something to oh. that effect. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's so we're right really, around the corner. We're on track. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is, it's, it's mind blowing. I mean, I feel like we, you know, we are, as we're seeing, you know, we're seeing everywhere in our country, right? Like we can, we can change certain policies, but the way that those policies are enacted and what that means, you know, in terms of the the kind of unwritten practices that we see in our society, um, you know, the assumptions, the, the theories, the Right. Like deeply held beliefs that somehow, you know, paying a woman equal, uh, equal to a man somehow in someone's psyche seems some seems impossible to make happen. And they Oh, you know, what I'm reminded of is my mom has a story that uh, she always has good stories and she's listening. So hi, mom. Hi. Uh, she has a story that when I she probably just had me at the time and she may have been single. And she went in and said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm a talented PR 
communications professional. I think it's time for a raise. And they told her that this other guy, um, he had four kids and he was supporting his family. So he, you know, he had to have a raise. Right. Right. A single mom wasn't supporting her family, i.e. me. And right. so no, no race for you, sweetie girl. You can, I, I doubt they used the word sweetie girl, but I think it was implied. Um, and yeah, that was, that was, she was turned down because there was uh, another man who had to support his family. That was, that was the uh, explanation wow. given. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it reminds me, I mean, I, I can't believe that story. I feel like, but it reminds me of that West Wing. Did you watch the West Wing? No. Tell us about it. my TV references. Tell us about your social life. Bartlett. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a long time ago. I haven't caught up with these folks in a while. But President Bartlett, so Martin Sheen, he had like a like a like a personal like a secretary, an executive secretary who he like who he met when his dad was the headmaster at a school. And she, she just kept trying to, you know, young president Bartlett was shaped by this woman who was working for his father, who was trying to, you know, get him to advocate for equal pay um, for the women. And, you know, saying, she said something like, how come Mrs. So-and-so didn't, doesn't get paid as much as Mr. So-and-so. And And he said, well, Mr. So-and-so has four kids. And she was like, yeah, but like, you know, so it's the same conversation, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, she's like, if we give people money based on how many kids they have, then the groundskeeper should have, but you know, so it was this whole, this whole neat little Aaron Sorkin speech about it. So I remember. And there's always an excuse, right? I, I think that's, you know, there, you often hear the pushback on this, which is, well, you know, but their job has X, you know, and then there's right. inevitably there's same job. They, it, they probably gave uh, someone got a different title than the other, but they essentially do the same things. Probably the woman is doing more because she's also doing all the like office admin stuff that women yeah. get get tasked with. And there's always an excuse, which I'll almost take more if you can actively Ex, you know, explain it to me. Right. Give me the rationale. Then because... the ones where it's just out the door, you know, go right yeah. ahead. You know, yeah. I once, uh, when I was working at a newspaper, uh, my good friend and I, uh, were both reporters. I covered one beat. He covered another and he got a raise of, and let me tell you, the newspaper reporters like just raking in the money. We, he was making $25 more a week, I think, than I was. He he had gotten this some sort of extra thing. He and I had both won awards. We had both, you know, we're both killing it and crushing the uh the plane dealer. Thank you very much. Um <laughs> and uh and I I was really upset. I mean I was really upset. And he said to me, um, really this is the battle you want to fight over twenty five dollars a week? And I I kind of yeah I didn't <laughs> And he was right in some respects, but in others, you can tell, I still vividly remember that story that I, we were, and also though, I don't know how we knew because, you know, this was years ago. We, you know, who talked about salaries, but at that point, you know, when you're starting out, everybody's kind of making the same, which is a classic thing. There is a thought that, you know, women, that how they define ambition and how they get hired, very equal to men. And then as you start to move up into your career, now all the gaps show. So, and there you go. That was my like second or third time getting some sort of uh, boost in my uh, 
in my wages and already the gap was starting to show. Ugh. It's so mad. What? Yeah, I guess you should be. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, $25 a week when, uh, Hey, it's my $25. I want my goddamn $25, but yeah, you know, and it and adds up. It's it not like, up. it's not like it's, yeah. Because it's not the now earnings. It's no. your ability. I could be saving that money. That could be money yeah. that could be, I could have been investing it. I could have been doing whatever. Probably wasn't because let me tell you, we were making very, $25 was a substantial percentage. <laughs> I mean, let's just be clear. When I started at my first newspaper, I was making under 17000 I'll just be super clear, super yeah. transparent. And they yeah. gave us a wage. Uh, I don't know what they called it. It was something like a resetting or something like that. And I now at the time I was like, yay, I was making like $5 more, you know, a week or something. And right. um, I had crossed the 17 mark. And um, now I think, was that like minimum wage had passed or something? <laughs> <laughs> How do we get there? How how did that happen? Because that newspaper wasn't about to, you know, you know, shower us with amazing cash and benefits. So I don't know. But um but to Crazy. talk about the persist persistent wage gap of the implications, it's it isn't as much as the now is important, it is about the future too. It impacts your savings, your retirement. It impacts the next generation. As someone who's looking at paying for college now, the more money I have now, the the less my kid has to take on debt for the future. It just right. it keeps right. It, going. It ripples yeah, out. Doesn't, right, rippling. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah. It does. It does. I mean, and I think I think we have laws coming out like the Mass Pay Equity Act, which is a law that that says that you cannot ask a prospective employee what their previous salary was. Um, so it's, it's, it's been around for, I think it's, we're, yeah, about a little over a year in. Um, and it's interesting. I mean, I think when you have laws like that, people start to think, oh, we're, we're fixing this. You know, we've got women, women and men are equal in the workforce or, you know, there's, there's so many, like we, we are figuring this out because we're seeing these laws pop up. So things, you know, things must be working. And and there was right. a survey that we found, um, a QuickBooks, QuickBooks survey that said just 22% of Americans, 15% of women and 30% of men believe that employers are doing enough to promote equal pay in the workplace, but business owners, when they were asked the same question, 71%, they said they believe that the issue is being addressed adequately. And one in five business owners who took part in the survey said that they do not believe men and women should always receive equal pay. So interesting contrast there. A lot of us don't think this is handled. You know, yeah, but the businesses are think that they, now, they're handling it. To your point about culture, I mean, you know, like it, it, they're not all, what was the guy, Mr. Potter in uh, It's a Wonderful Life. You know, they're not all like the evil banker guy. And I get it. And right. business owners, you know, it's it's expensive to pay salaries. I totally get it. But um, why do we think they think it's handled? Or why do they think men and women well, shouldn't always be paid the same? 
Well, two different questions, right? I mean, I think they think it's handled, I think, because I think policies are on the books. Increasingly, policies are on the books, right? HR has got a directive that they need to be ensuring pay equity um, across the board. But, but it's, you know, there's a lot of different subtle assumptions, behaviors, um, that come across in the hiring process, in the promotion, in the salary raise process that, you know, that aren't, that don't entirely adhere to the policies as they're written. I mean, any corporate policy, the way that it's put into practice really depends on the leadership. It depends on Mm. HR. It depends on the culture's willingness to accept it. And I think, you know, uh, I know of one company where, um, you know, happened to have a female um, head of HR in an organization that was very um, male oriented in its culture. Sure. Um, there were women leaders, but very male oriented. And, and the, the, the head of the organization would just make these hires, even though that they, you know, they had to abide by these larger, you know, standards around equity. Um, the, the leader of the organization would just hire and just be like, I, I want to give that guy, you know, 300 grand because I, you know, and just, and the HR director would be like, okay, okay. like, I'm not going to dispute this guy. He's, you know, he's running the show. This is what um, I need to attract this talent. So I need yeah. to have this talent. So, and this is what he goes for. So better bring him in. Right. And if, you know, and if, if, if talent on that level is really coming from, you know, or being recruited by, in some ways, the head of the organization himself, right. It's hard to be like, it, you know, he, he feels he has, he's, he's bringing in the talent. He's one of the reasons why that person's coming on, you know, I'm going to pay him what I want to pay him. It's my, it's my shop essentially. Right. I mean, I think I, and I think, you know, what ended up happening was there women in that organization, you know, they, they had to kind of get together and, and make it known to their large organization that they weren't being paid equally and they knew it. Right. But they, yeah. they had to like, they had to stick their necks out and it was not comfortable, even though the policies were there, it was not comfortable for them. And, you know, a different, a different HR body had to kind of come in over that HR director and say like, hang on, let's figure this out. We have to do, you know, a, a study to kind of see what the variability in pay is. And I think, you know, so so that's just an example of one company, but but where you've got this culture that values, you know, that's that's sort of mm-hmm. shaped around this shaped around male provider. You know, yeah, 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 exactly. And then you know, and then for for people to get the policy to for women to get the policy adequately you know, enforced means that they need to really take what feels, I'm sure, like a big risk to, to kind of say, I know my, you know, my boss or my boss's boss made this call around, you know, around what the men should be making, but, you know, and I may lose my job somehow, even if I won't lose my job, because I asked this question, they might find some other way to fire me. <laughs> if I bring to the attention that, you know, that this isn't worth, this isn't equal. Right. And this isn't fair. And so I think, you know, when we talk about, we talk about these laws um, or we talk about these policies, you know, being on the books, that's fantastic. But what does it take to actually make sure that people are taking notice of that? And I do think it, it requires some people to kind of to rumble a little bit and to make some noise. And that's, you know, that's uncomfortable. 
How about all these articles about, you know, it's all women don't negotiate. Women don't ask for it. Women don't, you know. Right. Um, I often, uh, I sigh at those stories because I, you know, I've had a lot of jobs and um, for sure, uh, part of me is, you know, hey, if you really, really want the job and you're desperate, you're probably going to take pretty close to what's offered, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, and then I don't know. Is the onus all on us that we should have been asking for more in the, cause also I, we had a wonderful speaker at a work, working mother uh, event a million years ago. And she said, your inability to pay me is, does not have any bearing on what I'm worth. And I was like, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> and, yeah. and she's completely right. But I also have to pay the bills. So, um, I may need to take what you're offering. I don't know. Right. So I, I do know, I do know, I will take it sometimes and that sucks, but is some of the problem that we're not asking? I mean, my mom asked and they said, no, that guy has four kids. Right. Yeah. I, well, right. I mean, I do think some of the problem is we're not asking. Okay. And, and I think that, I think, you know, I, I, I say that after coaching you know, coaching a lot of women, I've talked about this before, I do executive coaching now, but I've done a lot of career coaching um, over the past decade or so. And I, I think it's, you know, I, I think there is a real discomfort among some of us yeah. um, to, to really push it, to push it. Like, you know, I, Cindy Gallup, who, uh, who she's an advertising consultant. She's a Twitter phenomenon. She's overall a phenomenon. Um, and she has something that I repeat to them to, you know, to clients sometimes, or I have, which is like, ask for, and sorry, Cindy, but it, it, they could ask for the most money you can without like throwing up. Or something like, or like, without like laugh, like just like, because ask for it. Like if you don't ask for it, they're not going to try to give it to you. You need to ask for more. Right. Like, and, and you need, like, assume that people are going to be trying to low volume in certain right. ways and, you know, and, and, and go for it. And I think people do feel, you know, that, that they, that's not entirely a comfortable place. And, and I, I hear people, you know, think about an amount, but then they're like, no, I don't know. You know, I, I feel like that's an amount that people get paid when they're in exposition. I mean, I've heard that in finance. I've heard that in, Startups. I mean, I I think it's just it's a hard conversation for for many women to have. Not all women, right. and I think you know. And I love Cindy Gallup. Also says has like a some meme or something that she maybe a t shirt that she wears. It's just f you pay me. Like <laughs> like I think uh, you know. And I think I, I like that. And I you know I think one of the it's interesting having been on my own as a consultant and working you know with a lot like as I was. Um, you know, I think there are a lot of, uh, folks who are doing similar women who are doing similar work that mm -hmm. I was doing, um, you know, doing executive coaching, doing speaking on women in the workplace. And I can't tell you how many people, um, how many times I would get like, why don't you come to speak to us so that we can raise your profile? Like you don't need, you know, you'll just, we'll just get more people to like you. We're not going to. Oh yeah. You. Yeah. In publishing it's, it's yeah. Visibility. Um, that the whole Huffington post originally was based on just right for us. And, uh, and, 
right? You know, this will help you your raise your profile. Same thing. It, content. Yeah. Everybody want, um, and let me say to all people, really think hard before you write for free. Sometimes visibility is a thing and, and just, but know why you're doing it and, and the like, have a reason for it, but don't just accept it because, you know, good content takes time and effort and your time and effort you put into it is valuable and you should be paid for it. That's my PSA for all the, the writers out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, and the same goes with speaking, right? right. Like I don't think you, you know, and I, and I, and I think thinking of one, one story that I heard from someone who's like a, an absolute superstar speaker who was invited to this, you know, very male oriented um, tech conference as a speaker and, yeah, she was set. She was told, you know, she said like we. Sh- they told her that you should do this for your visibility, right? You should do this for your online brand. Um, uh huh. And <laughs> she was like, "Really? Is that what you're telling all the guys who you're asking?" I mean, it, it's not the same thing as pay equity, but it is the same conversation of like, what do people assume? You know, that women are willing to put up with, right? Or what? Do, what are we getting if we're not getting paid? Are we getting just like love? Like, right. like are we getting paid in like heart emojis? I, I don't know. You know, I think how is this going to really... help my retirement fund? You know, exactly. And I think, yeah. um, and and I'm real bad at this. You know, pushing it. So I, I completely, you know, I I would love to be the like, yes, I would like to be paid one million dollars, um, but it's always a good exercise. Like I would never tell you to accept that for free. Why would I, you know, why would I allow myself to do it? I would, I'd be the first person to say, ask for more. I I would tell you to do it. I've told people to do it. You know, if they're not willing to pay you, then maybe that's not the job for you. And maybe, uh, you know, you're going to step in the door feeling undervalued. You know, if you, if you can swing it, could you, work yourself up, you know, could you keep going for a little bit longer and get the job that will value you? Because pay is one metric of value. It's a big one. You know, there's others, respect and there's, you know, there's equity. It's hard to measure those. Right? (laughs) right. Exactly. Your bank account is a nice way of some really quantifiable value right there. So, you know. Yeah. Talk about measuring impact. Yes. Well, and, and remember, we're still living longer than the men. So our money has to last a lot longer in a lot yeah. of cases. You know, this is all on average and all that, but we have to take care of ourselves and we need to, we need to make the money. And so yeah. I'm, I'm really saying this for myself. So all, all of you are listening. Good for you too. But I'm just, you know, I'm bucking myself up. Should I, you know, the next time someone asks for a consultant rate or a salary rate that we need to be, we are valuable people. We and we bring a lot to the table. Yeah. So and the seventy one percent of business owners, I even if if it's not a like, you know, it's not Mr. Potter and it's a wonderful life, but just in their heart of hearts or they think it's handled. They don't know. They they what? I the, his his job description is slightly different than hers. And so he, you know, there's always a reason for it. Right. So that's handled. I don't need to, I don't need to, to deal with this anymore. So I guess we need to keep agitating in the way that's right for us to say, no, 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 this is the same. And we need to be paid the same. So, which, you know, is it ties into the question of uh, pay transparency and all that, which we can get in. We should do something on that because that's a, that's a, you know, 
how do you find out if someone's making more than you? You know, it's often like uh, some weird, someone will mention something and you're, and I'd like that $25. I don't think we sat down and said, let's compare our pay stubs. I think he he said something in passing and I was like, hold the phone. Now hand the phone to me. How much money? (laughs) You got $25 more? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. It's, it is really hard. And I agree. Like I coach people to, to ask for more all the time and it is really hard. I, um, not to name drop another friend of ours, but Paulita David, who, who. These are all good names though. They're all really smart, really smart women and everyone should get to know them because they have a lot of good thoughts to, to share. Yeah. We'll put the Twitter, the Twitter handles of these folks. Um, everybody we mentioned going forward. I think that makes sense. Including my Nana. Nana, you told me to speak slower. Hopefully I am Gloria <laughs> Keller. Um, anyway, I, uh, I did tell her I mentioned that. So, hey. Um, but she, but when I was negotiating for this job, they, you know, they were, it's a, it's a pretty hierarchical, you know, institution with like, they, they put really hard stops on certain pay grades mm-hmm. and certain bands. Yeah. So, yeah, bands. Thank you. And so, um, Polita helped me negotiate. Like there was a, there was a piece, like I think thought about all the options. And even if they couldn't give me immediately what I wanted, I found a way to ask for them to pay for a training that they thought I needed in order to bump me up oh, another salary. Too. Right. So, so it was like, no, I didn't get the money right away, but I did get an opportunity to get to more money. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, I think you got to think about, it's not all about the dollars, although, you know, it is, but it doesn't have to be all about the dollars right now. It's like, what can you give me, um, to get me to the place where I think I should be? I love it. Um, I, so I think there's a lot of different ways to think about that. Well, let's keep thinking, let's keep negotiating and let's keep pushing ourselves to win more bread. See, see what I did there. So (laughs) you did, you did. Well, our big, we're gonna have a big launch party. It's just gonna have many different kinds. Of All bread. kinds. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, Baguettes, and pita bread. And, <laughs> I'm excited. Well, thank you for joining us today on the Breadwinners. Whether you're a chance or a choice breadwinner, we hope you enjoyed the time you spent with us today, and that you'll share your own story at the Breadwinners podcast. How are you making it work? We would love to know. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and to rate and review it. Let us know what you think about the breadwinners. Help us tell the story that mean the most to you. The stories. Until next time, keep hustling. Tell us all the stories. Thanks. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.